Now, a review of the film Flight. If I don't mention it before, I should have. That both Silver Linings Playbook and Flight are released on wide release in Australia next Thursday, the 31st of January, which is also when uh, Zero Dark Thirty, the um, Osama bin Laden movie, comes out as well. Well, Flight's the first feature film, live action feature film, by Robert Zemeckis. Um, since Castaway and What Lies Beneath. What Lies Beneath was absolutely atrocious, just dreadful. I went and saw What Lies Beneath, which was like a Harrison Ford starring ghost film, in um, a very posh cinema in Edinburgh and left after about half an hour and then came back with about 20 minutes to go because I had a bar in the cinema and I um, left my then partner in there watching it because it was just terrible. And I hated Forrest Gump. But I loved Castaway. I thought Castaway was a masterpiece. Um, but he has only really made, um, I think, a cartoony film. Oh, it was Polar Express, I think. It's the only film he's sort of made since. Um, and Flight's his first for over a decade that actually features live action. And it stars Denzel Washington as an airline pilot. And the movie opens with him waking up very hungover in bed and in order to get out of said bed, blasting cocaine, and then in order to take the edge off the cocaine, smoking a joint, and then going to his day job as a commercial airline pilot. And he has serious, serious drinking and substance abuse problems, and turns up to his day job in probably the stellar moment of the film, which is a 20 minutes or so after takeoff, Firstly, uh, Denzel manages to get them through an extraordinary... If, you don't, if you're scared of flying, yeah, keep well away if you're about to fly. Uh, the takeoff where they actually go through a storm is pretty bad. It's pretty bad stuff. Uh, there's been a lot of acclaim for the way the flying sequences have been dealt with. Um, but he does. He gets through the storm, flies along, and then all hell breaks loose. And the plane goes into a massive nosedive for thousands and thousands and thousands of feet and everyone is panicking it's a convincingly done sequence of events and it's pretty scary stuff uh, i saw one reviewer claiming it was the most frightening flight sequence in movie history i don't know if that's true but it was definitely one of the classiest and most terrifying and convincing and he's in a plane where the um air back airline is is stuck down and it's forcing the plane down and he comes up with this genius idea of flying the plane upside down, which he does. And that was based itself on a, a true incident where the crew actually did that, where everyone died. Um, but he does that, and in the end he manages to crash land the plane in a field in a surreal environment where he flies over this church congregation so close you can almost touch them who are just staring up in disbelief at what's going on above them and the plane crashes six people die but he is venerated as a hero it's it's deemed impossible what he's done to have saved everyone bar these six people including one flight attendant and um and the rest of the film follows what happens after, which is that all of these various agencies come into play trying to pass the buck. So you've got the people who make the parts for the plane trying to avoid a multi-million dollar, hundreds of million dollar lawsuit against them. The airline trying to do the same. And as you see so many times pilot error being listed, they all hone in on the weakest link, which is obviously the pilot. The pilot doesn't have his own 
you know, multi-billion dollar company behind him to protect him. He does, however, have a very powerful union behind him who are desperate to protect the image of of pilots, and that's led by his lawyer, Don Cheadle, who's excellent in this. And it becomes apparent after the toxicology tests that are taken while Denzel Washington is unconscious in hospital and has no idea what's coming, that he was out of his mind on cocaine and alcohol during the flight, which is a federal offence, and he can not only be done for the fact that he was flying a commercial plane under the influence, but be done for is a murder or something very similar because of the fact that he was knowingly flying this plane and it caused death. So there's a toing and froing, but really the film is about Denzel Washington's battle with alcohol. And he, he does lots of other drugs as well, but the main story of this film is a heartbreaking, very raw film about alcoholism and a very convincing one as well. And it follows his battles. In days after the crash, he gives up the booze convincingly and then goes back in and then gives up and then goes back in. And the middle of the film is the weakest part probably because it's the most boring. And in that sequence, he meets Kelly Riley, who's a wonderful new British actress who I loved in the um, terrifying British um, Chav terror movie, Eden Lake, where her and her boyfriend go camping at a lake and are terrorized by these local kids. Really scary film. And she crops up in a similar way to Kelly MacDonald cropping up in No Country for Old Men. She crops up as a convincing American um, who's also going through her own substance abuse problems as well. And she tries to get him on the straight and narrow. And basically it all comes down to this tumultuous court case at the end where the lawyers working on behalf of Denzel manage or try their hardest to get him in a position where he doesn't get convicted of killing these people and everyone agrees that the plane was a fault, but if he is convicted of being under the influence and so on, then he's he's lost it. And they try and quash the toxicology reports. They also find in their needle picking of the uh, damage on the plane, in the wreckage, that two bottle, two miniature bottle of bottles of vodka had been drunk and were in the trash unopened. And they work out that no service had taken place because of the very bad turbulence throughout the flight, and that one person had obviously consumed those through the flight. So there's all these things overhanging Denzel and all these pressures on him, and he keeps failing over and over, and it's the best performance I've seen from him since Training Day, which is a movie I love, and he won a Best Actor Oscar for his portrayal of Lorenzo. I think it was Lorenzo in that film, and it's a meatiest role he's had since then. Um, but he's he's wonderful in this. He's, he gives the film so much integrity, He's not fully likable and he's lying to himself a lot of the time, but he never sort of, he never puts you completely offside. He's never overly histronic. He's never making too much of a scene. He's always there in these horrible self lies and, and the way that he reacts to other people, manipulating them and, and telling all of these different things. There's a wonderful scene where he gets a miniature bottle. There's, there's all these pressures that alcoholics must go through. So they keep putting him up in these hotel rooms with these amazingly well-stocked minibars, which is you know just astonishing that they would even do that. And I thought it was quite unbelievable that they would even allow they wouldn't like empty the minibar, putting him in in this film. But there's a wonderful sequence where he takes out a little bottle of uh, a miniature bottle of spirits and it sits on the table with nothing else there. And then there's this almighty smack as he grabs it off the table and the next time you see it the whole hotel room's trashed and uh, it goes on from there and John Goodman crops up in a 
bizarre cameo role as a guy that gets Denzel his drugs and, and all of this kind of stuff. And it all, all ends up at this court case. And the final sort of, um, I don't know, quarter or fifth of the film, it reminded me, even though they're nothing alike, of Gone Baby Gone, the outstanding directorial debut from Ben Affleck, which throws up this moral conundrum where it makes the audience desperately not want the moral thing to happen, knowing that it's right, but desperately not. And it's, a, it's, it's got that kind of ending to it. And I thought it was a wonderful film. It flags in the middle. Um, not everything rings true, but the important stuff, such as the alcoholism and everything, does ring true. And it gives a good ethical summation at the end, where it goes to and what it asks the audience to go through as well. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10, and a large part of that is definitely... If Denzel wasn't in that role, I wouldn't probably be giving it... I'd probably be giving it a 7, but he is so wonderful in the in the role. His best performance for years. He's magnificent in this. Um, and I haven't seen Lincoln, so I don't know what he's up against with Daniel Day-Lewis, but I'd say he's easily second favourite for the Best Actor Oscar, and it's worth seeing for him alone. Outside of that, it's a really strong adult drama. So that's Flight, 8 out of 10.